You're listening to the Free My Business Podcast, the place to be if you want to learn more about streamlining your business, process improvements, and productivity. Here's your host, Natalie Aker, systems coach, mom of five, and occasionally overwhelmed human. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to the show today. Are you working with family members? Are you currently frustrated with somebody who doesn't want things to change or maybe they don't want to use technology because they like things the way they are? And I know that you want to do your best by your business and so do they, but you're looking to implement maybe some technology and some new systems or processes so that you can make more money and maybe spend less time in the office. So if this sounds like you, you are not the only one. I recently worked with a client who was working with their family members and now they were struggling to come to an agreement on how to improve their processes on their farm. Now they had some customers that were doing orders through email, which was taking up a lot of time going back and forth between the figuring out what time that they were going to come and pick up their order and finding a time that someone was going to be in the farm store so that uh, they could be there to for the client to pick it up or the customer. And also there were some new family members joining them on the farm and everybody wanted to figure out a way to keep the team on the same page. Now, this can be really frustrating and hard to manage, especially when it's with family, because everybody has their own ideas. And usually, especially when it's family, they're not afraid to share them. Working with family truly is a blessing because you have their trust in the business, in yourself, and everybody doesn't always have to be on the same page. So how did we overcome this with my clients? And this is going to be something that you can use within your farming business as well to overcome the same or similar situations with your family members in your business. So the first thing that we sat down and we did is we communicated. And that is a huge piece with anything in anybody's life, really, is to communicate and see how can we come together? What are the holdbacks from the person who is not looking to change things? And what are the pros and cons to staying the same? And the same to be said for those who are wanting to use technology. What are the pros and cons changing things? Now, maybe somebody is feeling like their internet doesn't work well. And so they don't want to change because if they're offline, the customers can't get a hold of you folks or they can't book a call or a pickup or something like that. Maybe they're unfamiliar with technology and, you know, when we get set in our routine, we don't necessarily want to change it. And I know maybe you're afraid of keeping things the same because you know that there's a more efficient way to do it. Or maybe you are finding you're spending too much time doing things the way they are and you'd prefer to do your time elsewhere. Or maybe your time is better spent elsewhere. Now, these are real concerns for both sides. And while it can be hard to come up with a solution, the first thing you need to do is to understand where everybody's coming from. I like to write a list of pros and cons, but if that's not for you, that's okay too. Just talk about them. You know, what are the pros and cons of keeping things the same? 
Now that you've understood each other's side and everybody's had a chance to talk about their concerns, the second step you can do is to come up with a compromise. So by that, I mean, let's look through the overall issues and struggles and pick one thing to tackle first. Now, the reason we do this is if we're going to implement a huge amount of changes quickly, sometimes that can be more or do more harm than good because what if something goes wrong? What if they've got so many things to learn that they just get frustrated and overwhelmed? And you will too, because it's a completely new system or a new way of running your business. And by implementing too many things at once, it's just going to cause overwhelm, frustration, annoyance. And then everybody, generally speaking, who feels that way will just throw their hands up and just be like, you know what? Forget it. I don't want to do any of this. This was a bad idea. And we don't want to do that. So we need to think of a compromise. And so through the list of things that you're wanting to adjust or change, whether that's your customer pickups or keeping everybody on the same page through some form of task management system or software, pick the one thing that you can do and start with that one. Now, when you do implement that first system, it's really, really important to slowly integrate it into your day-to-day processes because not everybody is going to be ready for that. And also, you're going to require some training. So it's really important that you sit down with your team, your family, and go over how to use the system, what it looks like. Make sure that you're getting an idea of how it works for each person because some systems you can utilize differently. And maybe you're just going to do a task management spreadsheet and that's going to be you know, the tool that your family utilizes. Um, And everybody gets an opportunity to have a say in the layout or what works for them. Now, I know you might be thinking, oh my gosh, there's going to be way too many concerns or way too many people having different opinions, etc. But keep in mind that some of them may have really great ideas versus maybe what you have in your head. So it's really important if you want to be successful that you hear everybody out what their concerns are or what sounds good, looks good for them, and then create the new process. Once everybody gets trained and gets up and running, you implement that first system and give it a good week or two, and then touch base with everybody to see how they're feeling about it, how it's working, what's not working for them, and see if you can make some tweaks so that it's going to work a little bit better. Now, I hate to break it to you, but nothing is going to be perfect. Nothing is going to be without some sort of failures or frustrations. And no system or process is perfect, and it's never going to handle or fix every single issue that you have. So keep that in mind that you will also have to be patient with the process, with the system, because it is never perfect. So once you've implemented that first main idea or process improvement streamline software or tool, whatever you use, make sure that we keep any other additional changes that we make small. So the first step was to communicate. The second step was to compromise. And the third step 
is baby steps. So if you're finding that your task management tool is working, great. Now you can slowly add something different and maybe it's an online scheduler for customers to come and pick up their items. Um, it's also really important. And one thing I didn't mention in the beginning is to make sure you do your research onto the correct software that's going to work for the changes you need to make. It's not a cookie cutter answer like, oh, well, Sarah does this and Jennifer does that and Bob's Farm does this. You can hear what they're using. You can do your research, but it's also really, really important to think through what software your farm is already using. Will this tool work for you guys? Does it integrate with some of the systems that you're already using? Because there can be a time where you start implementing so many different softwares, none of them talk to each other, and that's the integration piece. And before you know it, you've got you know 55 different softwares, and now it's a mess again. Um, and I don't say this to frustrate you or make you feel like it's too much to take on. It's just really important to do your research, not copy what somebody else does, and really, really think through the best process for your farm uh, based on the concerns that you have and the things that are needed. Um, and if you're not sure where to go, what software is the best software, hire a professional, you know, somebody like me, I know software, I know what integrates and how it works. And the setup of the software is also important. Now, like I said before, it doesn't have to be overly complicated. There are simple systems that can be implemented, at least until you're ready, because there might be a point where your business is picking up and you have to do some type of automation systems and you're gonna have to upgrade your software, you know, and it all depends on how many um, team members, family members you have on your farm and what your end result, like the best end result looks like. So don't forget about those things. But I can almost guarantee you that once you start getting the right systems put into place, and processes for your farm, you're going to see a huge improvement. You're going to see that you're becoming more efficient. You're spending less time in the office because, I mean, let's face it, if you wanted an office job, you would have got one. You don't want to be in the office. You want to be out on the field or maybe you want to be spending time with your kids. And that is absolutely doable. But it is key to get the right systems and software in place as well. So I hope you found some helpful tips in this podcast episode. Um, if you're looking for some support, please feel free to reach out to me or check out my website, eggerconsulting.ca. I've got plenty of helpful tips on my blog. I've got some tips on my Instagram as well, Natalie Egger Consulting. And happy streamlining. <laughs>